Hello and welcome to 9 to 5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into a 9 to 5 work week. Presented by Sunny Health and Fitness, and this episode is brought to you by the Sunny Health and Fitness Folding Climbing Stepper. I'm your host, resident fitness expert, Matt. And I'm Chris, your everyday nine to fiver, and we are also joined by Sydney. Is it? (laughs) Your other fitness resident expert. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wait a second here. She's just here, sitting, enjoying the time. It's just me. (laughs) It's just you. (laughs) All right, Matt. Question: What's today's topic? I know you got something. We got something. What do we got? Well, I think last time. Uh, I mentioned something about vegetables. Oh, veggies. I know. It's a wonderful topic, right? Everybody's super excited, I'm sure. Talk about vegetables. (laughs) Anybody have a fun fact about vegetables before we jump into all the meat? (laughs) (laughs) That was good, right, Eric? (laughs) Yeah. We got a nice little nod over there in that corner. So no, nothing exciting about vegetables. A fun fact about vegetables. Just off the top of your head. Off the top of my head, I just informed my daughter that tomatoes are not actually a vegetable. Okay, yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah, she looked at me classic. like, are you crazy? It doesn't taste like a fruit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what about you? Do you got one? Cucumber is very hydrating. I like to remember that all the time. Mm, good point. I think we're going to discuss that exact fact. Yes. Not necessarily about cucumbers in particular, but vegetables. Anyway, our basic question is, why should we care about vegetables? Who would ask that question? That's horrifying. <laughs> I mean... I love vegetables. Well, I, I would say you're an outlier. I know, I'm weird. So, uh, but there's a I reason... that kid that ate my lima beans. <laughs> I don't know if there's a particular reason for why some people enjoy vegetables more than others. I have one idea of why, which we'll discuss as well. But well, that'd I guess, be great. I'd like to know this because from all I've been ever been told is that I'm weird. <laughs> same. Uh, well, same. So that means you enjoy vegetables as well, Sydney. I do. I love them. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, One man. of my favorite foods. Man, you're both outliers because I don't particularly enjoy them. But I eat them because I enjoy what they do for me, which is what we're going to kind of talk about. So. Um, great. So we got two people that love vegetables. Awesome. And then me who eats them because I need to eat them. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I'll explain some of the be- benefits for you now just as a quick overview. Because I'm sure most of you know that vegetables are great for you. If you don't know why, here's some reasons why. Well, number one, they're full of nutrients. And if you've gone over previous episodes or seen recent articles where we've discussed the different kinds of nutrients, you'll know that we have both macronutrients and micronutrients. So um, again, proteins, carbs, and fats for your macronutrients, and then micronutrients, basically all the vitamins and the minerals. So you're getting a lot of all of those every time you eat vegetables. So good things from vegetables there. Also antioxidants, fiber, and then these wonderful things called phytonutrients. And that's basically plant nutrients. That's literally what phytonutrients means. That's interesting. I don't think we've ever talked about that one. Yeah, that would be fun to expand on a little bit more. To give you a little background on phytonutrients, basically there's like 25,000 of them. So 
There's a lot. I don't even know all of them because that's a lot of nutrients to too much know. info. Moving on. <laughs> but there's some. There are some very popular ones that you may have heard of before. One of them is carotenoids, which are basically the nutrient that creates the red, yellow, or orange color in is your vegetables. Is that the one that supposedly turns your skin orange if you eat too much of it? You know, I'm I'm going magic school bus here. Okay. <laughs> there may be some truth to that, but yes, one of the reasons why carrots are orange of carotenoid they also play a critical role in making sure that your body can create vitamin a and we have discussed vitamins before but just to go over a little bit more about the background of vitamin a that helps with eye health right which is the reason why carrots are good for your eyes mm. and it also helps with immune health so if you're low on carotenoids you may have a lower production of vitamin a and you may have a lower immune system function so or you just need to eat more of those kinds of vegetables to boost your immune system. The other one you may have heard of is resvera- resveratrol. <laughs> resveratrol. I love I'm gonna it make when sure you I say that words. right. <laughs> um, so uh, resveratrol found in grapes. Um, it's definitely been promoted as a, a nutrient that can help reduce heart disease risk as well as reduce some risks of certain cancers. Highly touted as a nutrient that's available in red wine. So it's become pretty popular as a supplement as well. So those are just two examples of phytonutrients. So again, vegetables are full of nutrients. What Ooh. else? Why else uh, should we care about vegetables and what are their benefit? Well, they have a lot of volume. What does that mean? They're low in calories. You can eat a lot of it without any guilt. And uh, it's a great way to kind of make yourself feel full. So you can help kind of reduce your caloric intake, which can also help you lose weight if that's your goal. And just like Sydney said about the cucumber, vegetables are... Yeah, vegetables have a lot of water. So if you do eat a lot of, lot of vegetables, that's going to definitely help with your hydration levels. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> they also come in a lot of varieties, right? I mean, it seems like there's a billion different kinds of vegetables and different shapes and colors and... Most people might enjoy a few of them. Some people probably haven't had a lot of them, right? Maybe. I don't know. I, I know a lot of people look at me weird when I say certain plants. Like when I actually talk about making an eggplant sandwich. Mm, eggplant. Yeah. I like eggplant. That's the face there, Eric. That's the yeah. face. You know, Eggplant sandwich. What the heck? Yeah, I don't put meat in it. It's just, mm, you that know. That sounds good to me. Oh, it's so good. Put a little goat cheese on that sucker mm. and it's totally not vegan. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Eggplant parmesan, totally healthy. No, yeah, I love. Oh, it. that too. <laughs> One of the parmesan. first recipes I ever. I basically can do anything with eggplant. You know, cut it up, put it in my eggs. You know, make the sandwich out of it, do all that stuff. And eggplant's one of my favorites. Mm. Any of the squashes. But seriously, people do look at me weird when I bring up the sandwich part, especially when I bring it. I have never tried that before, so I think, I, think I may have to try I've that. I've tried it before, like on a full veggie sandwich, though, like eggplants, roasted peppers, all that. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, no, just, you know, throw in a basic sandwich like you do normally, just a couple slices of bread, grill up some eggplant, throw it on there, add some cheese. Goat cheese is the best, though. I, all right, moving on. Sorry, I, I'm getting lost <laughs> in food land here. <laughs> so, again... They come in lots of different varieties, so it's important to know that if you find some that you don't like, well, there might be some out there that you do like. You just haven't had them yet. And the reason why you may want to try some is that the flavors of different vegetables that you haven't had before might fit your specific flavor preference. So one of the reasons why a lot of people don't like vegetables because what do people say? Ew. 
Ew, they're gross. gross. Why like are they gross? Daughter. She looks at me. She's like, "What? Are you kidding me?" I'm like, no, I'm not kidding. You eat that food. Yeah. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> they look weird, right? Vegetables look weird to kids. They do, especially struggle. if they're green. It's a struggle to get yeah. kids to eat vegetables. Slimy. They're ugly. Oh, you know, if you leave them in the fridge long enough, they, they smell pretty slimy. bad yeah. sometimes. I don't like onions. They taste kind of bitter. I don't think onions are a vegetable. I think that's a root. Is that a root? What is it? Onions. I, onions. I feel like roots count as vegetables. Do they? Root vegetables. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm learning something new. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, for that reason, if most people don't enjoy vegetables, well, there's a reason why. I mean, a lot of them are bitter. They don't really taste particularly great or sweet or fatty. Deep fried, it'll taste better. <laughs> <laughs> they don't generally. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> they, don't, they don't generally have a great appearance. I mean, are there any beautiful vegetables you can? point out i mean an egg, eggplant looks pretty good it's a pretty color it's pretty but good. it's you know, not a very friendly emoji lately <laughs> <laughs> they have skipping a, they, past they have, that <laughs> they have a particularly strange odor they can have different odors that aren't really that pleasant so it's completely understandable to think that okay well people just are turned off by vegetables for a variety of different reasons but food food preference is definitely a huge one because people just have different taste buds and they enjoy different things based off of taste and there's a reason for that and one of those reasons was definitely studied in a lot of different journals one of these journals that i found reviewed uh, a bunch of different studies and they they pretty much came up with to or came to the conclusion sorry that your preference for vegetables and taste in general starts fairly early um and this particular ex- excerpt which i'm going to read for you in my best uh, oh, reading do it, do voice it, do it. comes from the Food Quality and Preference Journal. And uh, they basically reported that studies revealed that the environment in which the human fetus lives, the amniotic sac, changes as a function of food choice of the mother, since dietary flavors are transmitted in the amniotic fluid. Experiences such as flavors lead to increased enjoyment and preference for these flavors at birth and during weaning, for example, exposure to dietary transmitted flavors such as garlic and the amniotic fluid have been shown to influence a newborn's facial mouthing and orientating responses to those odors immediately postpartum. Some of these flavors will later be experienced by infants in their mother's milk since the human milk is composed of flavors which directly reflect the foods, spices, and beverages ingested by the mother. Like that observed in other mammals, infants who were exposed to a flavor, like carrots, in either amniotic fluid or mother's milk, behave differently in response to that flavor. Like that observed in other mammals, infants who were exposed to a flavor, like carrots, in either amniotic fluid or mother's milk, behave differently in response to that flavor in a food base than did non-exposed controlled infants. Specifically, previously exposed infants displayed fewer negative facial expressions while feeding the carrot-flavored cereal when compared to plain cereal. Moreover, those infants who were exposed to carrots prenatally were perceived by their mothers as enjoying the carrot-flavored cereal more when compared to plain cereal. Postnatal exposure has similar consequences, thus highlighting the importance of a variety of a varied diet for both pregnant and lactating women. Okay, so my kid doesn't have an excuse at all. I (laughs) eat everything. So kind of a lot to digest there. But uh-huh. <laughs> not digest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're but the main with the, today. the main point is basically there is a relationship between what the mother eats during pregnancy and after after pregnancy as well when it comes to your flavor profile or preference as a young child. 
So you may or may not have noticed that. Maybe your mom likes certain vegetables that you like, maybe you don't, but that has been studied and there's some, there are some uh, results to show that that could be the case. So, so saying that like a parent would, would prefer something, say example of my mom, she flippin' loved salty french fries. She ate them all the time while she was pregnant with me, you know. And that's not why I'm chronically dehydrated, even though sometimes I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> but she, so if she did that, so you're saying, so based off of this, you would think that I would prefer the taste of potatoes or be anti-potato? It would be more of the salty preference. The salty preference, yeah. so okay. The, so another, another example would be why certain people can handle spicy foods more than others. Oh, yeah, I'm a chicken on that. I can't do that. So if you're... Your mom had a lot of spicy food while you were developing. It's possible that you have a higher tolerance than somebody else who didn't have a mom who liked spicy food. Wow. What about you? Things are really starting to make a lot of sense in my life right now. <laughs> oh, tell us, tell us, what's up? Ooh, we need it. We need an example. <laughs> yes, please. Well, I'm just. I feel like I'm realizing why I like spicy food because my dad hates spicy food, but my mom loves spicy food, and I love spicy food. So now I'm kind of like, hmm, maybe I got that from my mom. Yeah. My mom's allergic it's to possible. chocolate. But not me. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little bit different. Yeah. Than, uh, yeah, totally different. <laughs> than, than flavor preference, but. but oh no, inter- she loves chocolate it, too. That's how she gets a good nap in. But interesting, <laughs> but an interesting comparison. <laughs> so, in case uh, you're curious about where your flavor profile came from, well, you might want to ask your mom. Say, hey, what did you like? And maybe I'll like that too, if you haven't tried it. So. You know, speaking from the opposite point of view on that one, I found that my cravings did change quite a bit uh, during that time period, whereas before I was eating a lot of rice and fish and, you know, just relatively healthy foods. The moment I got pregnant with my daughter, all I wanted were cheeseburgers and steaks (laughs) and anything that was red meat and greasy. But yeah, back to greasy food. Mm. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I just... And, oh, yeah, and that's what makes it even weirder. Even though I did crave all that meat stuff, she doesn't eat meat. It's like she wants to be a vegetarian, but yet she has no reason for it because, you know, she's seven. I don't hmm. know. Do kids make that decision that early? I mean, they tell me what they don't want to eat all the time. Do you listen? No, I tell them I want them to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> and I try my best. <laughs> you will eat this mac and cheese. I don't care if I put turkey in there. <laughs> And then you'd Tasty, slip some way. mushrooms in their pasta and be like, here's your pasta. And mm. they get to eat some mushrooms, but they don't know they're in there. I love mushrooms. It's great. It is. It's great. Yeah. I like Side that. note. So my boyfriend, Kyle, hates vegetables. And I've been trying to train him to like vegetables like you would with a little kid. <laughs> Good for you. So <laughs> if you don't like vegetables, you could try sneaking vegetables into your food by like blending them up and stuff and just see how it goes. Maybe you could try that. And Make it a sauce. Work. It works on him. So maybe yes. the sauces that can use that can one, be useful. Yes. Yeah. That has been extremely helpful for my daughter because it's very hard for for her to eat. Well, she's three, so it's hard for her. <laughs> it's hard for her to eat vegetables in general. But and we do use the blender as a way to incorporate spinach, broccoli, cauliflower. What else do we put in the blender? Anyway, we add that to her fruit smoothies, and she. Now we'll ask, oh, why is it, or I want the green one. Oh, Obviously, gosh, because funny. spinach makes it green. So she knows it's in there, which is good, and she drinks it still because it doesn't taste like anything because it's covered in fruit and yogurt 
and coconut milk. So, good strategy, Sydney. Definitely recommend that. Interesting side note. If there are any negative effects of Mm. eating too many vegetables. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe a sore stomach if you overdo it. Uh, You know, kind of like when you overeat in pasta. Yeah. You just get that, that heaviness. I do have a vegan friend who, like, she eats so many vegetables that... Well, we always joke about this. She used to be my roommate, so we were. She was just infamous in our house for being gassy because she <laughs> ate a lot of vegetables. So I mean, that's just one side effect that you could expect if you eat a lot of beans, a lot of like high fiber items, lentils and stuff. That's kind of the way it goes most of the time. Yeah, does spinach make you gassy? Spinach makes you gassy too. I think so does I think kale. It does yeah. Broccoli, <laughs> broccoli, yep. leafy greens. Yep. Yeah, there's, I mean, there are, you you have to eat a lot of vegetables to have any kind of nutrient toxicity concerns. So generally speaking, it's very hard to eat too many vegetables. So if your concern is that you're eating too many vegetables, you're probably not eating too many vegetables because it's just very difficult to do that. But there have been cases where individuals have eaten too many vegetables where their fiber has been too high so that can cause some discomfort uh, in your digestive system if you have too much fiber uh, especially if you're not well hydrated because mm, then that can be that, that can makes cause sense. some problems but yeah generally speaking that's usually not a concern in terms of like negative health effects of eating too much vegetables it's just yeah. hard it's just very difficult to do especially because they're so filling exactly. so you can only eat so many of them yeah it's you kind know? of a protective mechanism for overeating vegetables like i had a salad for lunch today and i was really full but that was like two servings of vegetables so pretty good for me anyway <laughs> you're I, like silent I, stare. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> all right so uh, let's kind of move on to two different reasons why you might want to consider increasing the amount of vegetables that you're eating. And we went over some of the benefits already of why you should increase your intake of vegetables. Again, they're full of nutrients. They have lots of volume, lots of fiber. They have water. Um, they come in different varieties and different flavors to accommodate individual preferences. But they've also been well studied to prevent the risk of chronic diseases developing and your mortality rate increasing. So those individuals that that eat more vegetables, it's been proven that they can have lower blood pressure, they can decrease their risk of coronary heart disease, heart attack, stroke, risk of reduce the risk of certain cancers. They have a, a lower chance of gaining body weight and uh, just an overall mortality rate is reduced just by increasing the amount of vegetables that are consumed throughout the day. So if you need a specific number, if you're looking for a specific amount of vegetables, it's been shown that as little as eight ounces of vegetables can be plenty to get all of those benefits. I'm gonna make a comment here. I'm looking at your notes and I I love how you have it. Reason number one, (laughs) the prevention of chronic disease slash death. (laughs) And I'm just like, it is in Big type here. Yes. (laughs) Can you tell that I'm trying to get people to eat more vegetables? (laughs) Don't die. Eat some celery. (laughs) So, 
and it's again we're not we're not trying to give you information that's you know misleading like this is all been <laughs> no, this is all it been was just the way it was written <laughs> on here it makes me was like whoa oh okay <laughs> yeah so and if you're curious about any of these claims that we're making um we're pulling it straight from research so you can check the show notes and pull any of those uh, research articles and check it out in more depth for yourself because it is true like the the association of lifespan compared to the consumption of vegetables is significant so if that's not a motivator for you to increase the amount of vegetables that you're eating well it should be <laughs> next one a little bit more interesting in terms of something you may not have, have heard of but reason number two why you should start incorporating more vegetables into your diet is the ability for certain ones to enhance your exercise performance. Anybody have any idea what that could be? Anybody? No? Oh, does something turn into caffeine and make you awesome? Ooh. Ooh. Do vegetables have caffeine? That's a good question. I need to know this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you talking just like about their way that they, like, they're a carb? So like they give you energy, right? Okay, that's one thing. Yes, you can definitely increase while increasing your vegetable intake. You will get some good. Crack open a can of spinach, eat it, and you get muscles. <laughs> yes. Popeye. <laughs> I got indirectly man. maybe. <laughs> that's what I tell my kids. That's what make, my mom told me if it too. It makes you feel better and encourages you to eat healthy and work out. Yeah, of course. Usually eating healthy and working out go hand in hand. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> uh, but more specifically, I don't know if you guys have heard about the whole beetroot juice I'm on trend. Pinterest, of course I have. Yes. If you've seen that before, any idea or what are people claiming out there about what beetroot does or beetroot juice does? Superhuman powers. Ooh, that's Hercules a, That's style. a bold claim. Not, I wouldn't run it past the company though. No, totally not. I'm just, <laughs> it's just what it comes across when you see these posts. They're like, you're going to do this, drink this, and you will have awesome stuff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Superhuman power. So it's like, oh, dang. So there is a compound in beetroot. There's also, it's also in other vegetables, and they're basically organic dietary nitrites, which are excellent nutrients that can help you exercise more efficiently. They can increase the time it takes for you to become exhausted, which means you can exercise a little bit longer. It reduces fatigue. It also has been shown to improve power output and increase speeds in cyclists. So this particular nutrient has been recently studied to provide those benefits. And not only can you get organic dietary nitrites from beetroot juice, but you can also get it in very high amounts from spinach, lettuce, spinach radishes and something called rocket vegetables <laughs> which is a strange name but it's also just called arugula oh. <laughs> why don't they just say that it's just a different word <laughs> interesting. It's, it's interesting because before we started recording today i think there was a, what, a good 15 minutes you were talking to me about rocket <laughs> yeah i mean it was just a weird i had to look it up because it was the highest uh, the vegetable with the highest amount of organic <laughs> wow. dietary nitride in it. And I was like, I don't know what a rocket vegetable is. It sounds cool. I should try it. But I didn't know what it was. So I had to look it up. And I found yeah. out it's just a, a, another term for arugula. 
I that enjoy arugula. Cool. I, I love like, arugula. I like arugula. Good to know. It's yeah. fun to hear you guys say that word together arugula. over and over again. <laughs> arugula. <laughs> Great. <laughs> now, if you're concerned about the word nitrites, because there are inorganic nitrites, which are used as preservatives. So if you're concerned, if that word is a trigger for, oh no, watch out for nitrites. Just keep in mind that the, one, the nitrites and the, the nitrates and the nitrites that you're concerned about are inorganic nutrients, which are the ones that you'll find in a lot of meat. And those can have some carcinogenic features if they are heated really high. Um, but again, those aren't the ones that are found in vegetables. So feel free to eat as much as you like in terms of organic dietary nitrites. So cool. All right. Nitrites. Is, okay. Nitrites help. can help increase your performance. Now, again, there's no specific way that you need to consume the ve- these vegetables in terms of, you know, chow on a pound of spinach before you go on your next run. That's not really what they're suggesting. <laughs> now, the beetroot juice supplement companies will suggest that you take their supplement prior to exercise or during exercise or post-exercise. But in general, when looking at these studies, if you want the enhanced exercise performance benefits, just add those kinds of vegetables to your normal diet. Um, so how much should you eat in terms of vegetables? Pretty straightforward, four to five cups of variety each day. How should you eat them? Make sure they're fresh if possible. Cooking processes or preserving processes can cause the vegetables to lose nutrients. So if you can, eat them fresh. That's the best. Um, Bottom line, eat more. Eat more variety. Choose fresh and raw when possible. Um, Also, help your kids out. If you're uh, someone who's going to plan on having children, eat as many variety of vegetables as you can. Hopefully, your kids will enjoy them later. Vegetables prevent chronic disease, and they have the possibility of increasing your exercise performance and you get full and you get full and it can help yeah. you lose weight and they're awesome and just find the ones that you like hey boom all right wrap it so up. who's doing the wrap-up today go for it chris this episode is sponsored by the sunny health and fitness sf 1115 folding climbing stepper step into the right path with this affordable calorie blasting and body sculpting machine that enables you to perform both cardio and muscle toning which I need. Uh, we want to thank you for joining us at 9 to 5 Fitness and hope you enjoyed the show and learned something useful to help you on your journey to a healthy lifestyle. If you want to learn more about this topic and other useful fitness tips, check out our show notes or visit us at sunnyhealthfitness.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and YouTube, where Matt and Sydney now put quick fit tips on Tuesdays. I quick highly recommend tips. these. <laughs> Come back next time when we talk about... I didn't write it down on that one. Cravings. Oh, yeah, yeah she got it. I wrote it down. <laughs> so, yeah, tacos. Pizza. Mm, donuts. <laughs>